0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bloom the Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. We are so glad that you're back and joining us. And if you are new and here for the very first time, I'm your host, Donovan. and I'm here with my sister and my co-host, Ashley. What's up? How is everyone doing today? We hope you all are well. I know I'm doing well. What about you?
1: I'm good. I'm just... (laughs) tired
0: <laughs> today. yeah, I needed that coffee very badly, but uh we got some coffee in the system, we got some caffeine. We're ready to have another awesome episode of Bloom the podcast um I hope you guys all liked last week's episode. It was our longest episode by a long shot. We went for a little bit over an hour, so I definitely enjoyed that style of kind of just explaining the conversation, just having a very elaborate um conversation so um we'll probably be having something similar on this episode i don't know exactly how the conversation is going to go but um i hope you guys are all ready for another awesome episode of bloom the podcast um to get us started though before we jump into anything we have of course bamboo earth so you guys can see on the table here they sent us this little care package with a bunch of awesome products there's face masks toners moisturizers everything you need for clear skin everything and there's some. their products are all organic and ethically traded. Everything is super clean, super fresh, smells good, looks good, feels good. So if you guys are super interested in any skincare products, make sure you guys go check out Bamboo Earth. We'll go ahead and leave their links in the description. Thank you so much to Bamboo Earth for sending us this care package. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into this episode, starting with the blue moment of the week. Do you have something? That you want to share for the blue moment of the
1: week (laughs) yeah sure um so for me I think something I've just been like learning is I feel like just now I've finally been like I've finally gotten down the art of just not staying comfortable in like Mm. one spot like uh when it comes to many of my hobbies I like get to a certain point where I'm like okay I'm good yeah but we're just going to stay there, you know, like it doesn't go past that because out of like probably like fear failing or just like, I don't know, it's like scary taking the next step once you're like, oh, well, I'm finally in a good spot, like wouldn't yeah. want to ruin that. So I feel like I've finally just been like, no, I'm not content being in one place like I have to keep going or else like, yeah. you know, I have finally learned to push myself further yeah, so,
0: that's awesome. Super yeah. relevant to what we're going to be talking about today, actually, conveniently yeah. enough. And um, yeah, I, I think that's great. Being uh, unco- being comfortable with being uncomfortable. I like to say that a lot because you never grow when you're comfortable. So you've got to be OK with stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, for me, I think the Lord has just been putting it on my heart recently about serving in the church. I've found it difficult to kind of figure out where I want to serve and like how I want to be useful, but the Lord's kind of just showing me to get in and get it plugged in and get involved and kind of let that happen on its own. Yeah. And the Lord's been showing me like other paths and things that I am interested in, and I'm thankful for that. So I'm super pumped about just serving in general. I've been trying to do as much as possible and just be surrounding myself with believers. Um, and it's been super cool. So just having a heart of service mm. and do- make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. That's been a yeah. big one for me this That's week. Kind of just making sure I'm checking my heart before I serve, not for pride or for, you know, self gain. And obviously, as with the flesh, there's always that tug to be prideful and to kind of ruin your own crowns, you know. Mm. So just making sure you're um focused on serving the church, serving the people around you, and ultimately trying to glorify the Lord with your service.
1: Definitely. That's what so there you guys
0: have it, the blue moment of the week. If you guys have anything that you would like to share with us, feel free to drop it in the comments below or uh, message one of us directly. We would love to hear how all of you guys are growing throughout the week and what the Lord is doing in your life. So uh, don't be shy and message us or comment <laughs> something. Just let us know that the Lord is working because... He always is growing us, whether it's at a small level or if you're going through something big. Mm-hmm. There's always room for growth, so I'm sure you guys know that. That's why you're here at this podcast. <laughs> um, but jumping right into t- to today's episode, we've got a fun one. I think I hope you all are They're ready. Always fun to talk about success. Yes, success <laughs> as believers. Are we allowed to pursue success? I think that's a, it's an interesting question to kind of get out there. I think success has a lot of different meanings to a lot of different people. Mm. And I think how people go about it and how th- people think they should go about it, there's a lot of um, different takes on it. So we're going to kind of talk about it from our perspective and what we think Christians can do as far as how they pursue it or if they even should pursue it. So I'll pass it off to you to start. When you hear that Christians pursuing success, what comes to mind for you?
1: So, for me, I think I've been thinking about this a little bit like a little bit before we start talking about it, but Yeah. I think the word success shouldn't be used in a way of like worldly things. I feel like success okay is when you're honoring god or living your purpose in life right is ultimately to share the gospel and do these things and do what god has called you to do those things i'd say yeah are successful now as far i don't think i definitely think that everyone should push themselves Mm -hmm. go for goals like it's like making money like making money like isn't like success, you know, like you're putting in the hard work, but I wouldn't say that makes you successful. I'd say that you're pushing yourself and um, you're pursuing maybe a hobby or doing whatever, but I wouldn't call it success. I just say like you're pursuing a goal and like it's a blessing that you get to pursue those goals and it's something you should push hard for if you want to like move forward but it's not success. I don't know if that made sense, but <laughs> no, that makes
0: sense because ultimately as a believer, uh, like you said, a successful life looks like a life that's dedicated to Christ mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but I know as believers, when it comes to the worldly success of pursuing money, pursuing goals, there's usually two extremes of camps. There's the extreme that says absolutely health, wealth, prosperity, like, God gives you that opportunity to go and pursue it and like chase your goals. And then there's the other camp that's like you need to stay as far away from it as possible because that's worldly. We don't want to be like the world. And then we almost, in a sense, pursue uh impoverished lifestyle because we're so against making money and we're right. so against uh doing anything that the world is doing. So, you know, it's hard to find that balance of am I just trying to be like the world and trying to get famous and make a lot of money or am I relying on money and pursuing money and making money my ultimate goal in life. Right. So, I think it's a hard distinction to make. Yeah. Um I yeah, think
1: I kind of have an example of it. Yeah. So, with my instagram stuff right yeah it could be called success if i get reshares or a billion likes or a billion comments or like i blow up off of a post right yeah but i've had to think about this a lot and like me and nikki have even talked about this like praying before i put out a blog post right and making sure my heart motive is in the right place because it shouldn't be for likes It shouldn't be for reshares. And as much as like those things are nice and those are blessings, that shouldn't be the main reason I'm doing something. I'm doing it because I like it. Right. Because I really enjoy it. And also because it's putting a message out there. But It's not successful if it blows up. It's just something that is a blessing. Like, wow, like this is amazing. God allowed this to be shared, right? And I put in hard work and like I can be thankful for that. But my ultimate success is in the message that's being reached, which is bringing glory to God. That's the ultimate success. And so I think that's also the thing is just like you should enjoy what you're doing. And that is like, that's the whole thing. It shouldn't be like, just, oh, like, what can I get out of this? But just enjoy what you're doing. Honor God in that. And if it gets around or if you make money, then you make money. Or, you know, like, it should be more with that mindset. Does that make sense?
0: No, that makes sense. I think there is a couple things to consider, though, because um, obviously I'm playing mainly devil's advocate <laughs> in, in this scenario here because I agree with you 100%. But for stuff like uh what you're doing with like instagram what we're doing here with the podcast and um stuff like this i mean obviously we do it because we enjoy it we're trying to push a message but there also is a aspect to it of us trying to be good at this us trying to be good Mm -hmm. at what we do because we enjoy it and naturally when you enjoy something you want to be good at it when you put it out and it doesn't get the response that you want it to have like you know um we'll put out an episode maybe it doesn't do as well as one of our other episodes there is a little bit of that deflating factor because you know you do put so much hard work and so much time and Mm -hmm. effort and actually trying to make good content and like trying to be good at what you do so that i don't know would you say that takes away from your underlying motives as a whole of trying to pursue the lord and put your message out because at the end of the day you're subconscious mind is like man i didn't get that many likes on this post right. or man no one really shared this episode like what how do, how do you uh reconcile that in your own mind
1: right i feel like that can be a dangerous thinking because then it kind of does take away from your original motive and you're like right. shoot i don't care about the message because it didn't get likes so right like, no it's one not saw good. the message so then <laughs> exactly. you feel like what do i do exactly but then there's also such thing as pushing yourself to be better right mm-hmm. um but i think I think oh man that's that's a hard one it, but I think you can push yourself to a certain extent but when it becomes an idol of you pushing yourself so that this can get better so I can get this amount of likes right that's when it becomes wrong if you're like oh like I I want to gain a following so I'm doing this this and that like that's all good right but when it's like i will not stop like i will do whatever I, it takes to just get this amount of likes in my life you know it honestly yeah. it does take away well, from well let me
0: stop you there because i have another question that you just said and like i said i'm playing mainly devil's advocate here <laughs> um as host that's my job i guess yeah. um when you say even the phrasing because a lot of christians would be against this phrasing that you just used i'm trying to gain a following mm that's a touchy one because in one sense um that is what you're trying to do you know you're trying to get people to see your post trying to get followers trying to make a career out of what you're doing right but on the other sense it's like well is that attention seeking is that too much looking for success is that um taking the focus off god and putting the focus on you because you're wanting of people to follow you as a human What would you say to that?
1: So I feel like people read into that because it is social media. So naturally, they're like, oh, well,
0: well, we'll, we'll (laughs) let's take social media out of it as a whole. So that's your career path, right? Because you're trying to gain a following. But it's the same thing in any other business. So like for me, if I'm to get my real estate license, what do I want? I want a large client base. So that way a lot of people know who I am. And that way I can sell houses easier. Same with anyone who's getting any other job. If you're in sales, if you're in marketing, whatever it is, you want people to know who you are. So that way you make more money. You get better jobs, you get better benefits. So in your situation, like you said, it is social media. So continue.
1: Right. So actually, that was the example I was going to use. Because it's social media, it's looked at so negatively like, oh, you're self-seeking all this (laughs) stuff. But really, when you look at any career, like you said, someone getting a promotion at their job, what are they doing to get that promotion? Right. It's it's the same thing. It's just in a different form. So I don't think anything's wrong with it just because it's social media i think it kind of relates to getting promoted at your job you know that's what it is because you're not going to make money off of instagram when you have 100 followers that's not going to happen but if you keep getting promoted and you get to like i don't know 30k or something you might be making some cash off of it like that's a promotion right. so it's okay to desire those promotions per se we'll just say that it's okay to desire a promotion but you need to make sure that your heart is still focused on honoring god mm. through that and the success only comes when you honor god because you don't have success in just what well, you can't do anything on your own. Right. So it's not your success anyway. It's God mm. blessing you so you can have that quote unquote success because he literally he gave you the words to say that got that post bio. He he gave you the ability to get that promotion. He gave you that hard work ethic. All of it comes from him. So it's not even our success.
0: Yeah, I think that's the that's the pitfall of success is anytime you experience a little bit of it, it takes over your brain. It takes over your life, in a sense, if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And you can get so wrapped up in trying to get that next success. I mean, I was talking to – I used to work at a real estate brokerage. And I remember talking to one of the agents who was a really big agent, sold a ton of ho- uh, a ton of homes. And I remember him telling me, like, the, um, the emotional – satisfaction you get from making a big sale only lasts about 48 hours Mm. before you come back down and you want more yep and this is a this was a a non-believer telling me this and i mean i already know that that's true but it's just really interesting to see that even a non-believer can recognize that And i mean it's kind of like you look at professional sports you look at someone like tom brady he's won seven super bowls but what he's still playing next year to get another one and there's just this, there's this factor of it never being enough. So, how do you, how do you say you combat that? Because, like I said, like I said, once you get a little bit, it's it can go downhill really quick if your mindset's not careful.
1: Well, see, that's the thing is when you're seeking success, then you're constantly going to want more. But yeah. if you're just kind of if you're pushing yourself to be the best you can, and doing what you love. In honoring God in the process, then I feel like that's the healthiest way to keep your mind from being like, I want more, you know, like you'll just be like, okay, God gives me what he gives me with this. And it's okay to be like, yeah, I I want this to be something, you know, I'm working hard for this to be something. But I wouldn't say you're working hard for it to be successful as much as you're working hard to see results. Mm -hmm. I think success and results are two different things because a lot of people... I think success is, like I said, honoring God, like the whole reason you're put here on this earth is what's going to be successful. But your own hobbies and like what you gain out of that, I just think those are like good results that you get back from putting in hard work.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And I think it's easier to have that mindset when you're in the baby stage, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: when you're not a celebrity, when
0: you're not there, because I mean, I look at people that are believers that have big followings and I always wonder like what that's like to be a believer to and to have that many people know you and you know, how to effectively use your platform without marring your own testimony. I always wonder what that struggle looks like for people like Lecrae or, you know, um people like N F or mm. I mean I don't even know, like big pastors. Like there's so much pressure once the Lord gives you that platform to really uphold the holy life Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the things that people don't think about especially in the christian community of actually making it or blowing up or something because when you're in the baby stages of whatever it is that you're doing no one's really looking at you as you know like that Mm -hmm. so it's a lot easier to fly under the radar and not really let it get to your head but when you get that big like man i can only
1: Yeah, i I don't even have that much of a following, but I feel like already it's like, woo, rain it back, (laughs) rain. And it's not because I'm like prideful or something, but I get in the mindset of like, okay that piece went good so now I gotta do everything and it's gotta match that level you gotta outdo yourself exactly Mm. which it's not bad like I said to push yourself and to get out of that comfort zone and be like okay this is good now it's time to get better you know Yeah. but when it becomes something where you're not even like in it for the enjoyment or to bring glory to God or anything it's literally just I need to do better I need to do better and you're like beating yourself up it's not even fun anymore like why that's what I don't want to happen I don't want this to not be fun because this is such a fun thing to do you know yeah so like why suck the fun out of it when you're doing okay like it's all a mind game really
0: yeah and once you start you know seeing money that's when it really consumes you. because right now like i said it's still it's still growing yeah you know and i think especially and it's different i think it can be different for men than it is for women because as men and at least i'll at least i'll speak for myself here sure. as as a man i often think like if this blew up and i was able to make a lot of money like i'd be able to afford a lot for a future family and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff i don't know if you think the same for your for yourself but Mm -hmm. there is that extra incentive or incentive Mm -hmm. of like i want to make a lot of money so that way i can buy a lot of things for Mm -hmm. whether it's myself or someone else
1: yeah even if you have good intention of like i want to spoil my family it still becomes this, like, greediness.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that often comes back to the fact that we're not looking at money the right way. Um, the money we make is not ours. I think we forget it's that. It's
1: not success.
0: <laughs> the money we make is given to us by the Lord to obviously give us what we need to survive, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's to give back. Mm-hmm. You know, we should we should be giving our money to the church and be you know, actively trying to see how we can use it to bless other people. When we talk about chasing success, a lot of times I think we talk about getting the money and being a millionaire, having that money for ourselves to have a fancy car, to have All a big house. All your
1: heart desires that have nothing to do with God is success.
0: Yeah, and that's a really dangerous position for a Christian to be in. And I think that's why that uh, other camp that's like we stay so far, so far away from it kind of comes from because they're trying to be like well we don't want to fall into the you know the root of all evil is money and you know we can't be anywhere near that And I think that's not necessarily accurate, but I I understand where it comes from.
1: Yeah, it's like you have to be able to have that control to rein yourself back when you're getting there. It's kind of like the the root of the issue is really in your heart. So backing away from working hard or chasing goals is not healthy. You need to do those things. And then when you get there and you start seeing that you're maybe getting more greedy or doing this or that you need to be able to rein yourself back and control yourself like you need to deal with the issue straight up instead of running away from just anything that has to do with yeah a goal
0: (laughs) yeah i also think of the verse and i'll ask your opinion on this but i think it mainly comes back to relying on the lord and having dependence on the lord oftentimes when you see a lot of money you stop depending on him it's very easy to rely on the lord when you don't make a lot of money it's very Mm -hmm. easy like lord give me this day of this daily bread like i i need i'm relying on you for these daily needs because you know you don't make a lot of money right but if you make a lot of money it's very easy to kind of forget that the lord gave you that money i think of Mm -hmm. the verse uh proverbs 30 verse 9 that talks about um it says lord uh don't give me less money where i would want to steal from another but don't give me so much money where i would want to forget you basically and that's paraphrasing i can't remember the verse exactly how it's said but that's basically the theme of it is um you know don't make me want to steal but also don't make me forget you Mm -hmm. and i think as believers we need to no matter how much money we have we need to always have the mindset of relying on the lord because we don't want to forget that all the blessings that we have are from him Mm -hmm. and everything he gives us is a gift
1: Exactly. That's exactly it. And I was even thinking, like, think about someone who's not a believer. Yeah. And they're a millionaire. Are they really successful?
0: No. A lot of times they're successful. Definitely
1: not. (laughs) And they might say they're successful, but are they happy? Not really. Like, that's not success. You can't be successful without Christ. And...
0: Yeah. I mean, you (laughs) you listen to music, all these million, billion dollar artists... What are so many of their songs are about how sad and how depressed they are and how their money has brought them nothing but problems, right? And you know I think it's really easy to look at them and be like oh easy for you to say in your Lamborghini you know what I mean and like we are like oh if I had that I would but be really happy they every got day. issues though but <laughs> really it is issues and I mean especially yeah. if you're a non-believer I mean there's just you because the Money doesn't fill the void of Christ. And I think a lot of times we think it will, mm-hmm. especially if you're a non-believer. You think if I just make enough money to buy this car, this house to be OK and to be financially free, right? then I'll be OK. But you could have all the money in the world, like the Bible says, you can have all the money in the world and lose your soul. And mm-hmm. what does it matter? You can't take it with you. No. So I think as believers, uh, you know, desiring success and desiring to be good at what you do. It's not necessarily a bad intent, it's just about how you go about it and yeah. where it lets where, you know, it lets you go to.
1: I would say this. I think you should work hard, go for those goals, keep bettering yourself. But I'd ask you this what is your motivation? And if God said you need to give this up, would you be able to? Mm. I think those are the two biggest things. Otherwise, I think it's great to push yourself, but Really ask yourself those questions. And I find myself constantly asking. I'm like, you need to make sure we in check. Like,
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) a big one. Because and I think that question almost applies to really everything in your life. Can you go without it? Do you need it? Yeah. Because the only thing we should need is Christ. Mm hmm. All these other things that we do that we love—they're great, and the Lord blesses us with those things that we enjoy. So that what, I mean, there's pleasures on this earth for us to enjoy that yeah. we, are given to us by God. But when we when it becomes a crutch and we need it right. to have happiness or to feel fulfilled, like you're walking a very dangerous path.
1: Right, and I think that like also like, how what is your work ethic in getting? to a higher level like are you talking to god being like hey like i i don't <laughs> hey think, god hey god <laughs> it's, it's me again no but are you are you praying to him and asking for his guidance asking him to give you a heart that you know honors him while doing these things or are you just mm-hmm. like god please just Give me a following or just give me what I want. You know, like, yeah. are you like, God, I really want to honor money. you in this. <laughs> yeah, but like, God, I really want to honor you this. Like, show me how to do this and to better myself in this way. You know, like yeah. th- there there just needs to be a right heart motive.
0: Yes, I think in like most things in life, it does come back to your heart motive and trusting yourself because we can't do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have to be reliant on the Lord to give us a heart motive that is pure that is christ focused so that way when we are coming before the lord to ask him for whatever it may be whether it's to increase your uh, ability to do this job or to increase your uh, talents to be able to do the things that you enjoy whatever it is coming to him with the mindset of how can i use this thing that i enjoy or this thing that i do to bless other people around me and to make myself more like you because that's ultimately, at the end of the day, is the question we all need to be asking ourselves and that we should be desiring to find the answer to. Definitely. But I do have something I want to come back to. So with the whole following thing and kind of getting big, there's a verse that comes to mind, um, First Thessalonians 4.11, that talks about how Christians should be desiring to lead a quiet and discreet life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you say that's counterintuitive with pursuing a following trying to get big trying to be the best in your field trying to be great at stuff do you think that's counterintuitive
1: i don't think that it is because like i said a lot of people think because it's social media that it's like you're trying to gain everyone's attention but if someone's Mm -hmm. trying to move up in the workforce well they're being discreet they're in their own workforce just trying to level up right Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like It's kind of like that, whereas on social media, if you're on social media and you see someone leveling up, I mean, they'll know about it. There's there's just, like, no way you're not going to know about it. But I I think, I don't think that that really applies there. I I think it depends on how you're going about gaining a following. Yeah,
0: because would you say someone like Lecrae, who's won a Grammy, is he living a quiet and discreet life,
1: per se? I don't think he's living a... (laughs) No, okay, see, I say he would, but I'd say that he's fallen off the track kind of to where a point is like, is he really living a life for god or is he living to show those things off because once he got those things it seemed like he was a little more quiet about his faith and like kind of stepped away from that a little bit yeah so i think if your your heart is still in the same place once you reach that level and you're still proclaiming the gospel and you're still doing what you were originally doing yeah i mean kudos to you you can't help if people want to hear you or like what you're doing you know like that's a great thing and i that's kind of like What I think about is like, okay, when I gain this following, more people will see this message I'm sharing because I'm thinking of it as a ministry opportunity. The more women who see this, the more women I get to talk to, you know, like kind of like that. But if I reach that high level and my mindset automatically like, well, I don't really care about the message anymore. Like so happy you're here. Let me post some bikini pics, you know, now that I have a phone like then that is definitely (laughs) yeah, then that's definitely (laughs) not living a quiet and discreet life. I think that would be how I would describe that.
0: Yeah, I think there's a misconception uh, with quiet and discreet, meaning like nobody knows who <laughs> you are. Don't exist. <laughs> versus your mentality on how you move through life. Exactly. because you know? A million people could know who you are, but if you're not trying to call attention to yourself and trying to be this person that wants all the focus on them, I think of a great example, and I don't really know exactly what his life is like on the outside just from what I've seen, but uh, I look at stuff like Tim Tebow who got really really popular everyone knew who he was he was like pumping out jersey sales like crazy but every time he had an interview or anytime people were like asking him about things everything was kind of pushed back to the lord now people might look at him and say oh he's not living a quiet and discreet life because everybody knows who he is he's a professional football player yada 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 but i would say from what i can see He is living a quiet and discreet life because he could easily use that platform to be like, "Yeah, I'm the best quarterback. I'm doing this, this and that. I got my yeah, I got my team to the playoffs. This, this and that." Mm -hmm. But instead, every interview was like, "The Lord blesses with another win. The Lord bless me with disability. The Lord did this. I'm praying. He's praying on the sidelines. Like every he's using the platform to show people that he's there because of Christ." And that nothing he has is apart from Christ.
1: Right. And I've I've seen Instagrammers too like that. Like I'll message them and be like, oh, I really like what you're sharing. And they'll be like, well, all glory to God. Like it's not really, you know, not me. Like that's encouraging. Because God's giving them the words to say. It's not like they're like, oh yeah, like I'm just just so good at this, you know. And that's how it should be when you reach that level of success. I'd like to say when they, their results have been shown.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And I think kind of like you said with the Cray, when he reached that level of fame, he kind of stepped away from it. What, are some things you can do to kind of keep yourself from falling into that because it is super easy. I mean, when you blow up like that, the the world sees you and the world wants to profit off you as well. So the world will come to you and offer you these things that you maybe were never offered before. I can imagine in the crazy instance, there's plenty of women who are more interested in him <laughs> now than the, ever before. There's plenty of people that want to make music with him or uh, are trying to get him to sign this deal, sign that deal, sponsor this item, sponsor that item. How okay. do you go about being selective with the platform you have and kind of making sure you're not kind of just co-signing with what the world has because the world has embraced you now.
1: Right. So I'd say two things one of them is definitely prayer because mm. we are incapable of really being able to resist if we're not connected to god or asking him to help us resist these things i mean yeah. it's so easy there will always be temptations right so going to god and being like god like please help me to resist these things I love it when you start like god i know hey god i promise <laughs> i pray differently than how i'm talking on here but
0: Sounds that's like how it's the bible <laughs> yeah
1: um, and then secondly, I'd say being in the word and like hearing those messages. I don't know why, but like definitely for me, those things always give me motivation to do like my hobbies in a way. I mean, I guess I know why, but <laughs> to do my hobbies in a way that's like honoring God and making God the center. Like every time I hear a message, I'm like, shoo, like how can I make this platform say more of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think really like being in the word and like just seeing those things and being like how can i apply this to what i'm doing
0: you know yeah i was just talking to a friend about that too um just about he was asking me about the podcast and why i wanted to start it and at the end of the day the underlying motives were kind of like to bring up these conversations to get the conversation flowing for things that people don't talk about often things that people could benefit from but Mm. ultimately i felt like I kind of had a realization of just how powerful words can be. Mm -hmm. How when I'm listening to a podcast or something or listening to someone speak or a message and I hear something really profound, they have no idea that I'm listening. They don't know who I am. They don't know that I'm there. But it reaches someone and it affects people. Mm -hmm. And with that knowledge of just how global technology, social media, podcasts, music, all those things are, I wanted to be a part of that in a way that is, like you were saying, Honoring to the Lord and pre- pushing a message that people can get behind and um, learn from and learn about Christ. Even if they maybe don't aren't converted after listening to one episode. If someone listens to an episode and hears something that maybe perks their interest in finding out more about what we're talking about or makes them curious about this Christianity that we talk about so often— Even if it can just be that, I feel like we'll have done more good than bad with our platform. I think that's the ultimate thing that you want to be doing, especially if you're trying to, quote unquote, gain a following is gaining a following to show more people about Christ, to Mm -hmm. make disciples. That's what we're here to do as believers. So with a platform like a podcast, like what we're doing right now, the goal and like you said, to be checking your heart on making sure that is always the goal. But the goal is to use your words to empower people to be more like Christ and to show them that you can do whatever it is that you're doing through Christ and to make a difference in people's lives.
1: Right, and I think that God has given us each individual gifts, right? He gave you a gift of speaking or wanting to speak on a podcast about such things. He gave me a gift of writing maybe so that I can write blogs, right? And he wants us to use those things to share these things, right? So it's not wrong to like want to better yourself in a way that you can better proclaim what God has gifted you with, Yeah, you know? Like you are bettering yourself to honor him better, like, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's also a thing. I think a
0: big thing too is it's great for accountability purposes Mm -hmm. because I need to be that much more aware of how I live my life when I'm speaking into this microphone and people are perceiving me to be this way. Yeah. When I was just listening to a message yesterday, a Bible study, uh, they're going through first Peter when he's talking about um, living an upright life. So that way the world has nothing bad they can say about you. And in turn, they end up praising your God Mm -hmm. because they see the way that you live your life and they know that you're different. Your character is different. And You know that's such more emphasis on us to actually live that out because it's so easy. I can get on here and be like, "Yeah, Jesus loves you. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Go to church," and then I can, as soon as the camera shuts off when we stop hitting record, I can go and do my own thing and live however I want to live and call it a day. Mm -hmm. But I'm that makes me a liar. Makes God a liar. And so we have to be as believers so much more conscious of how we're living our life, and it's a great way to stay on top of yourself. Yeah. To really make sure you are practicing what you preach, and obviously we're sinners, so we're not going to do that perfectly. But that's where we can really be empowering to people to say, "I'm not perfect, but I want to use my platform to show you my imperfections, to show you that the Lord covers them anyway."
1: Mm-hmm, definitely, and just just really think about what your what your what are you trying to get like? How are you trying to get this? fame like yeah. what are you doing to get that are you posting selfies are you posting what you think the world would want to see yeah or are you posting what god would put on your heart to show them mm-hmm. so that's
0: a hard balance too because in one sense you want to make content that people want to see so that right. way they actually check it out but there also is like how much am i going to compromise to give people what they want to see there's versus, definitely a way oh there's, there's 100% a, totally away <laughs> yeah That's just a funny thing, too. And I actually want to do a separate episode on this, but Christian content as a whole, I feel like most people have a negative stigma about it just because, you know, (laughs) most Christians aren't balling with money. So sometimes maybe their production isn't as good as some other people's, but it's not about that at the end of the day. And if the Lord wants your content to be seen by people, it's going to be seen. Yep. And there's nothing you can do to stop that, even if you make some terrible, terribly produced content right. or if you make the best content in the world, nothing's gonna change the who sees it and when the Lord if wants them to see it. If you're going
1: for what the world wants to see, then you're gonna get the wrong kind of following anyway. Yeah. You don't want those people. You don't want those people and you're all you're sharing with them is what they want to see.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's a struggle because you I mean and The other sense as well, you want the world to see it. So if you're, you know. If
1: they're an unbeliever, they can Yeah, they're seeing your platform
0: and they can hear the gospel. Right. But But you're you're not not going
1: to do that by posting, like, some sleazy pic and be like, here, guys. (laughs) Then the rest of it is Christian content. Yeah. Like,
0: (laughs) swipe over to see this Bible verse, like, after you've just destroyed it
1: people do that like they totally just use it because it is a lot easier to get famous when you're not wearing clothes i mean yeah but that just (laughs) makes us work 10 times harder you know
0: yeah and that's what i was going back to before you can't be living that double life and you really have to be consistent because you're going to be looked at as a joke if you're out here proclaiming to be a christian posting all this provocative inappropriate worldly content you can't have it both ways if you're really going right. to make a difference.
1: I have the perfect example. And obviously, this isn't anyone we know or anything, but <laughs> I saw. Okay. <laughs> no, no there's, it's a big – this girl has a really big platform. And, okay. like, she's a Christian, uh, like, blogger. And, like, she makes TikToks, whatever. And she posted a video. And this was on, like, a Reddit page where everyone, like – they it's called a fundy reddit page which is okay <laughs> just this whole different thing but they basically like find these christian people who are just totally like like why anywho yeah so she posted a video and it was her wearing all this inappropriate clothing right a whole bunch of pictures and she's like back when i used to post pictures to want like people to look at me versus now but she had all these inappropriate pictures and then like two or three pictures of her wearing sweatpants or whatever and everyone was like you know doesn't this kind of defeat the purpose of like you dressing more modestly to like show us all your immodest pictures and she's like this is my journey you know like and we all know why she did that like it's not some secret guys we are not fools
0: (laughs) yeah people are not do this
1: even non-believers know what you're doing do not do this
0: it's so funny too Like you just said, how aware non-believers are. Yeah. Especially if you're proclaiming Christ. People, I think non-Christians, whether it's subconscious or consciously, they know the difference between a faker and someone who's real. Yeah. And even if they know nothing about Christianity, they can look at that type of account and be like, okay, this person that's not legit that's not legitimate yeah and i don't know that person i don't know what their heart is like i can't say whether they say are saved or are not saved but what i can say is it's a terrible testimony to put all that out there and proclaim christ and then
1: have unbelievers call you out for it because they can tell
0: and that's kind of like what i was just saying going back to first peter live your life in a way where the world has nothing bad to say about you or your god And that's so important. I don't think we think about that often. I think often we think about just them looking at us and thinking we're a good or bad person. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than that. We need to be living with the intentionality of when people look at our life, they see Christ, not us. Yep. And that's the big difference there. So you just have to be very careful with what you put out there and how you try to grow yourself. And, you know, allow the Lord to do that work and stop thinking that you can do it on your own. Definitely. So... Thank you guys so much for listening to this conversation. I hope you all can relate to what we're talking about. If you guys have similar experiences or different thoughts, let us know. Drop it in the comments. um, Message us directly, whatever it may be. Join the conversation. That's what this podcast is for. We want to talk with you guys about these topics and um, really dive deep and help each other grow. So I hope you all enjoyed. Again, huge shout out to Bamboo Earth. Make sure you guys check them out. The link will be in the description. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well as the Bloom page. Subscribe here on YouTube for weekly episodes every Wednesday at 2 p.m. And we will see you all next Wednesday.